I was part of the community. I was part of the we. Over there, those people that are elected are they. So it's the we and the they. The day after I was elected, the community doesn't treat you as part of the we anymore. You're the they. So you become they. Somebody that either they want to be with or they want to attack. Like it's, you're, you're separate and apart from the community. It's just it's, it's what happens. Then on top of that, when you're a woman, I call it the she-they. <laughs> You're listening to On the Record Offscript, a podcast documentary project based on conversations we've had with former Nova Scotia MLAs. My name is Mark Coffin, and I'm one of the hosts of the podcast. Each week, we dig into one small piece of politics from the perspective of people who served in the Nova Scotia legislature. What makes these conversations worth listening in on has less to do with what we talked about and more to do with when we talked about it. These conversations happened when, for the most part, the MLAs we spoke with had no plans on returning to elected office. They'd reflected on their time in public life and weren't concerned about getting re-elected. Right now, it's the last week of October in 2016, and we are putting the finishing touches on the first set of full episodes, which we plan to release in a few weeks. But until then, we're sharing our second prepisode. Prepisode is our word for short stories and anecdotes that captivated us, kept us entertained, or underscored an important reality about life and politics. Now, this week's story comes from Eleanor Norrie. I remember going to visit the legislature when I was in high school. I mean, it was just a room full of white, suited men that, you know, it was just uh, when I would be, I think I would be in grade 11 or 12 at that time, and it's just something that would never, a young woman would never dream of ever finding herself sitting down there. But I remember, I remember looking down and being in awe of it, but obviously, you know, it just never crossed my mind. Gee, I'd like to do that someday because it was just not a possibility. I was a school teacher prior to being married, and then I was a pretty well a stay-at-home mom, if you will. Eleanor Norrie was elected in 1993 and served for just one term. She sat in Premier John Savage's cabinet as Minister of the Civil Service, was then shuffled to oversee the Department of Housing and Consumer Affairs, and later served as the Minister of Natural Resources. All of that in just four years. I have a uh, saying that... I was part of the community. I was part of the we. Over there, those people that are elected are they. So it's the we and the they. Because you'll hear people say, they are doing this to us. They are like, who's they? You know, you hear that all the time, they and them. The day after I was elected, the community doesn't treat you as part of the we anymore. You're the they. So you become they. So you become... Somebody that either they want to be with or they want to attack. Like it's you're you're separate and apart from the community. It's just it's it's what happens. Then on top of that, when you're a woman, I call it the she they, <laughs> because you become then not only are you they in government, you're a woman in government, and people have a hard time. Or people did have a hard time accepting that, especially in cabinet. In this week's story, Eleanor tells us about what she describes as the all-too-common experience of showing up as a woman when the people she was scheduled to meet were waiting for a man. I was Minister of Sport and Recreation. The House was sitting, and there was a major bond spiel. I think, I don't know what it was, the Nova Scotia Championships were taking place at the Mayfire Curling Lake, and they invited me to come. And as as the opening, part of the opening, the House was sitting, I had question period, and I had to get from the House to the Mayflower Curling Rink. I had very little time to spare. My daughter happened to be in Halifax, and she said, I'll drive you down. So she came and got me, 
whisked me down there. We pulled up, and there was a parking place right by the door. I said, oh, good, there's a spot right there, because the, place, the parking places were all filled. She, we, she was driving, and she pulled in, and there was a man standing there, looking very important. He came running over to the car, and he said, you can't park there. That's for the minister, and he's not here yet. <laughs> I am the minister. <laughs> I, that You'd run into that more and more and more. You know, we can't start yet because the minister's not here yet. Uh, I don't know, I'm standing there and I'm the minister. It's just, it was, it happened more and more often than you can imagine. That people would expect me to be a man, and then if I wasn't, they didn't know quite what to do with me. I spoke with Eleanor Nori around this time last year, November of 2015, the same day and at the same time that Justin Trudeau and his cabinet were getting sworn in. Now, listening back to the interview, there are a number of unfinished sentences and odd pauses that are awkward on the tape, but make total sense when I remember that myself and Eleanor were both keeping one eye on her TV set to see which MPs made it into cabinet. It was impossible to talk about Eleanor's experience in cabinet here in Nova Scotia without contrasting it with Trudeau's brand new gender balance cabinet. Here's what Eleanor had to say about that. I wish they wouldn't talk about gender parity. I wish they wouldn't talk, make it say it that way. Justin Trudeau had to, said, in order to make it happen, had to say there'll be parity. And had to, you know, I'll make it 50-50 rather than say I'm going to have, you know, but why not say, you know, why is it the women are making parity? Why don't they do it the other way around? More women than men? No. We're going to have just as many men as we have women. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Offscript Podcast. One of the full-length episodes Sandra and Louise are working on is an exploration of the experience of women in the Nova Scotia legislature. Stay tuned for that. And make sure to subscribe to the Offscript Podcast in iTunes or wherever it is you keep your podcasts. We've gotten a few emails from conscientious iTunes and Apple ejectors who want to hear the podcast but don't want to do it through iTunes. Here are two ways you can get it. You can stream the podcast straight from offscript.ca, where you can also find the link to our Offscript RSS feed. And if you follow the links in each of the blog posts there, that'll bring you to our Audioboom channel, where you can download the MP3 of each podcast, or you can just go straight to audioboom.com slash offscript to get it. Offscript is produced by Springtide. We are a registered charity working to make democracy better in Nova Scotia through education, research, and public engagement. The podcast is produced with the support of Democracy 250, which got us started. And to keep it going, we need support from listeners like you. Special shout out to Julie Bro, who was the very first person to sign up to be a monthly donor after last week's podcast. If you like what you're hearing, visit offscript.ca to join Julie and make a contribution. If you make your donation by Tuesday, November 1st, we'll enter you in a draw to win a book and t-shirt prize back. And anybody who makes a contribution gets a shout-out in the next podcast. Unless you don't want a shout-out. 